Um, <clears throat> before we get into the, the jokes and everything, obviously this week was a monumental week, um, not only for, um, you know, minorities and the justice system, but, you know, this was a landmark case and I know I'm going to tell my kids about it and it feels like it's been years coming. Um, apparently it's only been about a year. Um, feels like longer than that for me, but, um, justice was served and we're, are we done? No, but it's a step in the right direction. And, you know, I just, this is a big win for America, big win for the criminal justice system, big win for minorities. Um, and I, you know, I, I want to say congratulations to us, to America, congrats to the criminal justice system, but more importantly, um, congrats to the friends and family, uh, of Harambe. Um, it, you know, it's, it's been tiresome. People have been telling me it's only been a year since Derek Chauvin killed him, but it feels like it's been longer than that. But, um, you know, you, how do you replace a Harambe? How do you memorialize him? I don't, I don't really have the answer for that, but, um, you know, bottoms up to Harambe. It's about time as they say, better late than never, but, um, you know, okay. But seriously, well, I know I've been gone for like, it's almost a month now, but like, I don't even have like a good reason. Like I recorded an episode last week in the empty room because this guy's moving in this weekend and it's so echoey and that really was just a shot to the gonads. So then, I'm, you know, I'm, it sucks when you put like an hour and some change into something and then you listen to it and within five seconds, you're like, I can't publish this, but this will be a long one. I know it's, I don't really have a, a good excuse. I'm sorry. Like it is cool when like random people reach out to me that I don't know that are like, Hey, when's the next episode? Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those things like haven't been motivated. I'm when I, I moved here April 1st, I'm really excited to be here. I'm fucking happy. Um, but I, you know, depression that'll, that'll get you, uh, no motivation. Um, I'm still a little bit concussed. For those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, um, on Saturday, I, I fell in the shower. Um, I think my female roommate uh, put some shampoo or some lube on the shower floor. I can't confirm it. I'll explain why I think she did it, and she had every right to. I'll explain why. Um, but yeah, I, so I'm, I'm probably going to forget some shit. I spent 20 minutes last week or earlier this week looking for my phone using the flashlight on my phone to look under the bed. So that's just where I'm at right now. I shouldn't be drinking, but, um, that's also the story of my life. So here's the thing I'll say about George Floyd, Derek Chauvin. He had to go to jail. However, I just don't want, I don't want it. This to become every jury in any police shooting crime, any case, I hope it doesn't become juries are so afraid of their lives that they just put the cop behind bars because that is not fair. And I've been big on doing like a case by case basis thing. Like the one the other day with the girl in Columbus, Ohio, who was like stabbing that other girl. And then the cop saved the victim's life, but she shot and killed the 
girl who was stabbing and people were like, well, she was just a kid. It's like, how are you supposed to know from behind? Like, are you going to, are you going to, when you're holding a gun being like, Hey, drop your weapon. And then she just keeps stabbing. And it's like, look, lady, how old are you? I'm 15. Oh fuck. I can't shoot her. Like it doesn't work like that. But like, apparently someone put a pig's head on one of the jurors like front doorsteps or something like I just I I know if I was on the jury just for my own my safety and my family's safety as soon as the 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 trial started and the judge walks in and they're like please rise for your honorable so and so I would go guilty I don't even need to see evidence guilty because I don't want to get shot because there's like there's can you imagine what would have happened if Chauvin was acquitted? I almost not, I didn't want it to happen, but I would have like loved to know what would have been because that shit and and they spent and they only spent they didn't even spend that long deliberating, but it was long it was like it was too long for like I know here's what I think happened. I think within three minutes after they were deliberating, they were all like, okay, we all love we all love living, right? Right. We all love our families, right? Right. Okay. He's guilty on all accounts, but we can't just come out with a guilty verdict in five minutes. That's too suspicious. So they like played an actual game of Monopoly. And then they said, we're going to finish this game of Monopoly. And then after enough time, it'll, it'll seem like we actually deliberated. But I, it just like, I don't know. We, we're going to have some, I mean, I mean, cops are killing uh, a lot of black kids. It's like a, it's like the flavor of the month. It's like every, every other day. Um, really hope it doesn't happen here in Raleigh. Cause that's going to, I live downtown now. That's going to be bananas. But like what I'm saying is I just hope it doesn't become like, I, I do want the criminal justice system to continue to be that and, and fair. And that's what I'll say about that. But he had to go to jail. Um, will he kill himself? I would, you shouldn't kill your, I mean, I know this is like a all the money I've used that I've gotten from this, which isn't a whole lot, but like all the money I have gotten, I've donated to American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. But I think if there's one guy who like no one would really be sad and also like we kind of expect it and he probably should, it's Derek Chauvin. So, you know, really excited for his family. I'm sure they're going to enjoy Thanksgiving in a few months. Um, but yeah. It's anyway, but I was listening to like Ben Shapiro and he was like, actually, um, the definition of second degree involuntary murder is, and like, he actually got me like, cause Ben Shapiro talks so fucking fast. And I was like, fuck, he's right. Like he should have been acquitted. And then I was like, no, 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 no. I saw, I saw the video. I saw the video. I saw the video, but Ben Shapiro is good like that. But like Ben, like when you listen to Ben Shapiro, it's just, it's legit. Just like, like. If I met Ben, I'd be like, hi, my name's Chris. He'd be like, your name is not Chris. Your name is Christopher. Your nickname is Chris. My name is Benjamin. My nickname is Ben. And I'd be like, fuck, dude. You must get your dick suck a lot because you're so smart. And he's like, no, that goes against my Judeo-Christian values of being a, a married man in the Jewish faith. And But I, I do – what I'm saying is – I love Ben Shapiro as a comedian, not as a like not as a political guy, but he is funny. Um, okay, so 
last episode, I know it was like almost a month ago now, but I talked about that girl, that psycho girl who like dumped me two years ago. And then we were talking on Snapchat and after the conversation, it was a very normal, like how you been conversation. She said, I have to block you because of my boyfriend. And I said on the last episode, they are not going to last. So three days after that episode aired, she follows me on Instagram and I thought she was about to follow me just to DM me and say, Hey, I listen to your podcast take that shit down and it turns out they broke up shocker who was right chris was right you damn right um god my head hurts fuck this is my seventh concussion um and like i told my neurologist when i was told i couldn't play rugby anymore you can't spell christopher without cte so but anyway so she told me so so we've been like talking like once or twice a week just like you know like i I don't like, I don't have feelings for her, but I do like rubbing it in that I was right about her loser cop boyfriend and how, like one of the things she told me was, and this is, this is one of the best, like if a girl dumps you and it's happened a lot to me, if, if a girl dumps you and she says something like this, which is what she told me, she said, we used to, we, we fight a lot. We used to fight a lot. And every time he would yell at me and say something mean, I would think to myself, Chris wouldn't say that to me. And I'm like, yeah, you fucking a right. But I was, I was, believe it or not, I was too nice for her. And so now I'm very guarded. But anyway, my point is, she said, uh, long story short, um, I can't even remember what I was saying, dude. My head is, is, is killing me. But she said, you know, I, this is going to be a terrible episode. I'm so sorry, guys. She said, I can't even fucking remember. Holy shit. I need, I need to drink a beer. Hold on. You know, we've had, I worked hard to like grow this to a few hundred people and now I can't even complete a fucking sentence after not posting an episode for a month. So I, I apologize. Smash that dislike button. Um, leave an angry review, but long story short, it's nice to be right. Um, Oh, so here's something, ladies. I think you it's tough, but you can be friends with someone if you've like dated, hooked up, and then like broke up. But here's what you shouldn't do. So I was very upset after this girl dumped me, rightfully so. So she then tells me a few weeks ago that a few days after she dumped me, she met one of her friend's brothers who's only in town for that weekend and he fucked her on a balcony and came in her mouth and I thought thank you Jill that makes me feel really good because that same weekend after you dumped me I was sitting on my couch crying full of yingling and you were on a balcony getting fucked and full of cum I guess everyone copes different ways but thank you for telling me that I really wanted to know that thank you so much Thank you. But yeah. But I did get... Here's the thing. I did get a futon out of it. So right before she dumped me, she got me a futon, which is good. And then another girl last year who dumped me got me a desk a little bit after. This actual desk that I'm using right now. She could be watching. I don't fucking know. But the point is, I'm going to... People ask me, Chris, why are you attracted to psycho bitches? And... The reason is because eventually I will be able to furnish a full house without spending a dime. 
granted I'll buy them drinks and dinner and gifts and shit like that. But the point is like you get furniture out of psycho girls and that's the moral of the story. Um, you know, I really want to talk about her ex-boyfriend now, but I told her I wouldn't and I shouldn't, I shouldn't have, but she like bribed me. So, all right. So I, I, in the past two weeks I've had, (laughs) I've had two chlamydia scares. By the way, neither of I'll break down each one and I don't have chlamydia by the way. The one was a girl I hooked up with in September. It was a one-time thing. Uh, she was newly single and I was just, you know, being sad. Um, and she texted me out of nowhere a few weeks ago. So this is seven. Yeah. Seven months later. Hey, Chris, how you been? And I, and I'm thinking like, okay, she's either pregnant or had an abortion or wants to fuck again. None of which I'm interested in. And so we're, we're talking, doing the same bullshit. And I go, okay, what, what's the deal? And she says, so listen, I have chlamydia and I got it around the time that you and I hooked up. And she was like, you were the first guy I banged after me and my boyfriend of like four years broke up. So I'm starting to panic. Now, luckily I live like three blocks from Planned Parenthood. So I'm already like looking up like appointments and shit, but I go, okay, so like, how do you, okay, what can you break this down for me? She goes, well, I felt like a whore after fucking you. And I go, great. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. That makes me feel really good about myself. Thank you so much. Yes. Keep going. You're, you have a way with words. And by the way, her name is Daphne. So let's, I don't, it's not that I don't like using names. If I'm asked not to use names, I'll try not to, but her name's Daphne. So I think we can all have a chuckle about that. But the, okay, I go, okay. So you felt like a whore after fucking me. Thank you. Um, what, so how do you, when did you get chlamydia? She goes, well, I felt like such a whore after fucking you that I got tested. And I was like, oh fuck. Cause I'm gonna have to have some awkward conversations with a few women and she goes, and I tested negative. And I go, wait, wait, wait. So you tested negative after me. She goes, yeah. And then a week after, or two weeks after you, I banged this other guy. And then I took another test because I felt bad. And I had chlamydia. I said, so let's let's try to piece this together. Because after me, you were clean. And after Joe Blow, you have chlamydia. Let's, you might be a whore. I don't think you are, but I think you're more dumb. Because let's let's look at the facts here. Let's look at the clues. God, it's like a court case, Derek Chauvin against George Floyd. It was like pretty obvious that I wasn't guilty of giving her chlamydia. But then the other girl, closer friend of mine, said, uh, "I hey Chris, I got my cervix like swabbed or whatever," and. The doctor called and said, there's, you know, there's a problem. It's one of three things. And I'm like, oh, this will be good. So she goes, it's either uh, HPV, chlamydia, or cervical cancer. And I said, well, I'm so sorry. I I hope it's cancer because I don't want HPV or chlamydia. So, you know, and it turns out it was none of those things. So she freaked us both out. But I did think it was funny that my first thought was, I kind of hope it's cancer because then I don't have to go get checked. But it did freak me out again. 
So that was that was the only time in my life I've had like an STD scare that freaked me the fuck out. But but we are good. Um, so I think we we all have a friend who you don't see a lot anymore. They might live in another state, city, whatever. I have a friend from Wilmington, opposite of like he's a he will be a frat bro until he's seventy five years old. And I used to hate that about him, but I fucking love the hustle. He's got a great girlfriend that's like not too good for him looks wise, but she's just the nicest human and he's done some awful things in his life and he'll agree. But I'm watching Forensic Files and if you know me, Forensic Files is one of my favorite shows. I've seen every episode, all like nine seasons, at least three times. It makes me feel smart because when I was a kid, after my dad said I was white and had flat feet, that I wouldn't be able to go play professional sports. I wanted to because I used to watch CSI all the time, I wanted to get into forensics. And it makes me feel smart because 90% of the time, it's the husband or the boyfriend, whatever, ex-husband. And so in the beginning of every episode, I'm like, I bet it was the husband. And at the end, I'm validated and I feel good. So it's 1 a.m. I had alcohol in my system, but I wasn't hammered. I'm uh, I'm getting ready to go to bed and I get, a, I get a text from my buddy and he says, hey man, come out. I said, look, man, like I'll see you tomorrow. I, I know you live in, he lives in Wilmington. I said, look, I can't do that. I can't. I, I'm, I'm in my pajamas. We're about to find out who killed the girl. Breaking news, it was the husband. Um, he was having an affair, long story. So he goes, come on, man, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. And I said, dude, I wish you had told me earlier that you were here because I live downtown. I can walk there, but like I'm already in my pajamas. And he goes, I'll buy you a beer. And I said, where are you at? I will I will see you in eight minutes. Because that's what you have to do. Just buy me a, a $3 Miller Lite and I'm there. So I meet him. And I was under the impression it would be a few drinks, maybe get a selfie, hug it out, have a few beers. And when it closes at two or three, go on our merry way. So 3 a.m., because his girlfriend's hot, all these dudes and you know she's like the not to get racial here but she's blonde and she's hot so like i feel like a lot of and i've gotten into trouble with this recently with a coworker who is blonde and i just feel like black dudes like blonde women for whatever reason it's like opposite or whatever but black dudes were just hitting on this girl left and right and my friend is like he's not racist but he didn't love it not only was she being hit on but she was being hit on by these like black dudes and I'm not agreeing with him I'm just saying that's what happened and so he finally like Heisman Trophy stiff arms this one guy and I'm like now because I'm the biggest guy here I need to defend him and I'm getting in the middle of this shit and everything and I'm like great I'm going to be on CNN tomorrow because I took one punch or I punched a guy and Don Lemon's going to be crying like how could you have punched a black guy and I'm like look I was defending my friend I don't agree with him but I was what are you going to do? I was defending my friend. It wasn't a race thing. I would have punched anybody for him. Um, and then Don Lemon just keeps crying into commercial break. And then I get verbally assaulted on social media. But um, by the way, I got – actually, we'll talk about TikTok in a minute. But um, long story short, they were with this – my buddy and his girlfriend were with this couple. And I've met them 12 times over the past couple of years. And I still don't know their fucking name. I don't know what it is. I do not know their name. They get into a fight um, because 
his girlfriend was talking to some guy just like casually and he freaked out. He's a hockey player. So, you know, he has a short fuse. We're like following him. Cause he's like, no, I'm leaving. And I'm like, okay, I'm leaving too. And then my buddy's like, no, you're not. And so we follow this guy. He lays down on the train tracks and I was like, good. Like this is, this is Darwinism survival of the fittest. At some point the train's going to come and there's one less of these sensitive, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like if you're that upset about your girlfriend talking to a guy at a bar just casually, then like you, I'm not saying you deserve to die, but you shouldn't be able to reproduce. And the train makes it so that you're not able to reproduce. So he's laying on the track. And of course we have to get him and everything. So we get back to the apartment, not mine, of course, other end of town in Raleigh, downtown. Me and my buddy, are, we're drinking moonshine. We're catching up. It's a good time. And then we start, they're like arguing, like other couples arguing it out in the other room. And I've never been involved in like a domestic issue, but I've always told myself that like, I always told myself I'd be the hero. Like I'm always like, yeah, I would step in and defend her and like all this stuff. Uh, But like when you're in that situation and you're catching up with somebody and then you like, you think you hear like hitting, you don't want to immediately... Like I kind of got concerned and you don't want to immediately like kick down the door and, and like pretend to be like Robin Hood. And then it turns out it, they were maybe she was getting smacked around like sexually. Uh, but I, I go to my, my buddy. I'm like, are they fighting? And he's like, yeah, they do it all the time. And so so now I'm just drinking moonshine until 5 a.m. with my buddy listening and like some, they, they leave the room sometimes and like they're both crying and they're both bruised. And I'm like. I'm really uncomfortable because I want to step in and do something, but it would, they would like fight in front of us and then go back in the room and then be like, I love you too. I love you. And then you would hear hitting again. It was just this awful, like it was like the episode of forensic files came to life and like a live action forensic files just in front of me. And yeah, it was just absolutely bananas and so of course i wake up at 7 a.m still hammered from the moonshine uh go home we had a darty it was fine but the point is if you're if it's 1 a.m and your your buddy who every time you hang out with something goes wrong just go to bed and say you're sorry and and that'll be that i'm having trouble breathing again this probably isn't good um Man, we have a lot to cover. I mentioned TikTok. Long story short, so my roommate, my female roommate, who I'll say this again, she's one of my best friends, extremely platonic. The only woman more platonic than her are my sisters. Um, she convinced me to make a TikTok, and I did. And I, I didn't know that like they had they're very strict about like suicide and stuff like that. And so marathon and marinara, my go to on social media were both taken. So I typed in my name and I just go marijuana kill myself. And I made that my TikTok handle. So all these people are responding to me and they're like, dude, you're going to get in trouble. And I go, I'm not going to get in trouble. I might get a stern talking to. And they're like, no, dude, like the algorithm, like they're not going to want to promote your stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll change it. So I go to change it and you can't change a goddamn handle on TikTok for some reason. You can only do it every 30 days. So now I got to wait till May 21st. So sure enough, I get an email from TikTok saying, hey, we, you know, 
basically it was like one we don't allow this Two, if you need help please get help here are some resources all this bullshit just because of my name but then i got an email a few minutes later that like multiple people had flagged my tiktok that i hadn't even posted on yet i, I followed like 10 people had six followers was just trying to like i was just going through tiktok just figuring out what this is all about because i have a couple buddies who are tiktok famous now and i'm like fuck i feel like i could do that but like i want to if you're listening it was probably kfc barstool he's still trying to shut me down if you listen to the show before you know me and kfc barstool go way back we're on a first name basis i think his first name is actually kevin but I don't know. It's in multiple people have like reported you. We're going to have to suspend the first time it got suspended. And then after the multiple people, they were like, we're disabling and deactivating. And I was like, I last, that must be a record, like less than 24 hours. Like anyway. Um, but yeah. Um, speaking of sisters, kind of, um, I said, welcome. I want to welcome my newest niece, Grace Everly Weaver, you, uh, to the family. Eight pounds, like 10, some, I don't know, fucking handful of ounces. Um, healthy, really excited. Really excited for my brother-in-law to get snipped so we can just plow my sister and not have to worry about that shit because uh, they're done after two. Uh, I will say I was drunk the other night. And my sister sent me this video. My nephew is the, he's on the, okay. He, he might have autism like straight up, which is fine. I don't, I'm on the spectrum too, just other end with like Tourette's, but like he might have autism, but he's also the nicest, cleanest dude I've ever fucking met. And she sent me a video of him just holding the newborn. She's less than a week old, just holding the baby. And he's like, I got you baby. Like I'll hold you baby. And I got, I got tears in my eyes. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm losing it. Like fuck, I want to be there, um, but I bottle it up. You know, I put it away on the on the back shelf of my emotion counter. We're not going to talk about it. I felt kind of weak, and so even though I posted it at night, and then the next morning, most of my followers had watched it. I fucking deleted that shit because I was like, no, I'm supposed to be the funny guy. I'm not supposed to be the the bitch boy. Uh, bitch boy crying um but yeah no it was um it's great i i love i love being an uncle because i don't have to do any work and all you have to do to be a good uncle is not touch your niece and nephew inappropriately and you're already a great uncle which is awesome um but yeah so so tonight so tonight i'm drinking and i'm oh wow this is 11 i'm this is hitting me hard and i just realized it's 11 percent. so that probably explains the room spinning with the concussion. So, um, okay, so here's a quick story. So when I was in high school, like 14, 15, one of my best friends at the time, Brandon, was a fat Jewish kid and his parents were divorced. His mom sold sex toys. This is true, by the way. His mom sold, sold sex toys, so they would be like, they would be like out about in the house and at the time you would see like nipple clamps and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know what you were staring at but but you laughed anyway or like edible underwear like things like that and she had a boyfriend named ty who she made 
she would always make shave all of his hair. So he was like an Italian dude, but just shaven. He looked like a salamander. And so her, her dad, or not her dad, Brandon's dad, Jesus Christ, Steve was the man. He was single. Every time we came over, it was like a big deal. And it, it came to be this thing that like I was the YooHoo guy. I loved YooHoo as a kid. I love YooHoo now, but you can't be a grown man buying YooHoo. That's kind of you can't do that anymore. It's like buying Danimals drinkable yogurt. Like you can't there's a certain limit, like twelve years old, where you can't do it. But it became this thing, like we would always see how many Yoohoo's I could drink because I was on the basketball team, I was going through puberty, so my metabolism could handle it. So now I so think about it, I haven't had a Yoohoo in ten years. So I'm about to meet my new roommate, Blake downtown for drinks and i'm like i should have a few beers beforehand so i live down the street from uh, a market that is the largest craft beer selection for a bottle shop in the city in the city of raleigh and it's true i actually looked it up it's true and so of course i could choose any craft beer i want but i see the pbr coffee and i'm like fuck yeah i've wanted to try this for months i went through 75 days of sobriety saw this a lot i want to try this so I grabbed four, and four is $10, which is f- absurd. So I, I grab that, check out, whatever. I go, and I sit down, and I'm watching Forensic Files, and I probably drink all four in less than five minutes. Legitimately. Taste just like YooHoo. Brought me back to being the YooHoo guy where I could finish a case of YooHoo in 30 minutes. Fucking amazing, right? And so... At, I'm like, I got to get more. So I leave my apartment. I'm going. As soon as I pick up another, I pick up two two more four packs. So I'm spending a lot of money. It starts to hit me that I just chugged four beers in a really short amount of time. So I get buzzed. By the time I get back to my apartment, I kill. So now at this point, I've had 12 PBR coffees and I have to meet a guy who I'm, I'm going to live with indefinitely. And I'm out of my mind just full of this you who each alcoholy goodness and so i meet him and he's with his friends and i'm like great i get to i get to meet your friends it turns out and I, i've talked about this story before but I'll, I'll i'll do a brief story again one of the girls in his friend group was a jewish girl who ghosted me almost a, about a year ago last april at the beginning of the pandemic and she's, we make eye contact and I go, oh, this is going on the podcast. That was my first thought. I'm like, this is going on the podcast. She looks at me and then she just turns around and starts like whispering to her friends and she's acting all weird. I'm like, how fucking old are we? You know, like how, like we've all ghosted people. You shouldn't do it. It, it makes people kind of feel bad. You know, it makes people feel not human, but we've all done it. And if you haven't, you're better than me. But so I go out to her. I said, look, let's not make it weird. It was a year ago. We're fine. And then she goes, oh, I'm not being weird. I'm just talking to my friends. It's like, okay, Danielle. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Because people, everyone does that. So anyway, l- later in the night, um, I haven't talked to her, but she's being, she's a lot. She's a lot to handle. She's all over the place. She's loud. Uh, what's the term for that? Jew. And so, you know, we're you know, in the same group, not, not talking to her. I'm hammered. So finally I start talking to her like as a friend, like, Hey, I hope we can, you know, we can mend this and just, you know, we're going to see each other around probably. It'll be fine. And so 
And so then she decides to show me why she ghosted me. The, she, was, she wanted to show me the exact message that I sent. And I remember, I don't remember what I said, but I, I remember I texted her something and thinking, she's going to misconstrue this. I was like, like, she is going to, like, I was like, this, this, uh, it'll be fine. Because we had, we had, so here's what happened. We had a virtual date. And so I asked what her favorite uh, restaurant was. I got it for her and got it delivered to her. And this is April, height of the pandemic. So it's like, you know, no one's doing that. And I remember thinking, I was like that guy in bowling who's like, who do you think you are? I am. I felt like a fucking boss. I was like, I was like, what guy does that? No guy does that. That's romantic as fuck. Like, I was like, I'm, I got this shit. Anyway, fast forward to a few weeks ago. So we're talking and she shows me the message and it was like, it was just, it wasn't like anything sexual or anything. It was just like a misconstrued message, which, you know, like sarcasm, whatever. But like, this is advice for everybody. If you ghost somebody, you ghost them, which hurts a little bit. And then you meet them in person or you see them again down the line. Don't show them like the like the the dead body like that's like if i got into a car accident and then the mortician the next day is like do you want to see the video of it and i'm like no and he's like no let's look at it and then he's like so this is where the light turned red this is where you look down at your phone this is when the 18 wheeler came across the intersection this is when the 18 wheeler hit your car you see that blood that's your wife's blood and that's when she died. Like, that's literally what it felt like. She's doing like a breakdown of this tragic scene that I don't want to watch because I said something stupid a year ago, probably drunk. But like, anyway, but she's being really, so then anyway, so then like a week later, I see her again because we, we had a house party. We were going out and she came over. She started doing that thing again, being fucking loud and just obnoxious. And so I, I, I said something to, I remember what I said. I was like, hey, can you like, can you keep it down a little bit? Like there's a lot of people here. Not everyone needs to hear your obnoxious ass voice. And she said something along the lines of, you're just mad because I ghosted you. And I said, I said, Danielle, I'm glad that you ghosted me. I really am now because you suck. Like the, she's one of those girls that like, because she has big tits, she thinks that she can just stomp all over. Like everyone needs to hear her opinion. Everyone needs like, no, like, if you're here's and here's another thing if your boobs are the best part about you you probably suck you're probably a shitty person and i cannot wait because next time i see her i'm gonna say hey um remember when you pissed me off both times i met you look, look at this clip from this episode of the podcast and i'll do the same same fucking exact thing she did to me where she's like look at this shit that you don't want to see look at this anyway how long, how long, this might be the longest one we've done solo. 35 minutes? I feel like we've been going for like an hour. Holy fuck. All right. Um, okay. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw this and responded to it. Okay. Um, obviously, there was a, a the recall with the Johnson & Johnson vaccination. Uh, I was set to get it last week, last Tuesday. Hold on, I'm gonna open this. The uh, so, 
in, in case you don't know, what I put my mic on because it would be too low because this desk that I got out of being dumped is really low. Um, I I usually have a case of beer, and so I'm gonna grab a beer real quick. But anyway, I'm supposed to get the vaccine, and then they recall the Johnson and Johnson, one. and I got the Johnson and Johnson one because I'm so lazy. I don't. I just want one and done, right? So it's it's that Tuesday morning, and I get the the text and email notification from the Wake County like health department saying, "Hey, your uh, your vaccine it's canceled." You got to schedule somewhere else. So I go, okay, that's fine. And but and I made another appointment and then I canceled it because I heard they're bringing back the Johnson & Johnson. That's how lazy I am. I would rather just risk it, even though mostly it's just been women that have been getting blood clots. So I wouldn't mind a blood clot though. Like that, that would be a good way to go out and it'd be good podcast material if I survive. But, you know, I, so anyway, so I'm appointmentless at this point. And so I'm talking to this girl from Hinge. Her name is Drake, not like the rapper, but D-R-A-Q-E. Very cute girl. A little bit like she's like 30. Seems very nice, whatever. We're talking. And she was like, um, what are you doing right now? And I said something. I, I screenshotted it, so I don't remember exactly. But I put it on my Instagram story. And I got f- 51 replies. And... That, that's the most I've ever gotten because Instagram told me. They were like, this post has gotten, because I'm listed as a synagogue on Instagram, so I'm technically a business. But they were like, this post had the most interactions like ever. Like, whatever you're doing, keep it up. And I'm like, great, I'll just keep talking to more dumb women. Um, but, and, and, okay, so we're, we're talking, whatever. And the last thing I can read is, from me soon so I can relax and reschedule my vaccination. How about you? Let me read that first line again, just in case you're, you know, and I, I, might, I might post this on YouTube on the so you can see it. But it says, from me soon so I can relax and reschedule my vaccination. How about you? She goes, no problem. Why do you have to reschedule your vacation? Vaccination, haha, because of the Johnson & Johnson recall? I can't find an appointment now, which blows. LOL. Oh dang! When are where are you supposed to, were you supposed to go? She meant okay. She meant oh dang! When and where were you supposed to go? And I said Kroger Pharmacy in North Hills at four forty-five today. And she said, "Ha ha! I meant on vacation. Where are you supposed to be going on vacation? Am I being punked here?" Or is someone actually this stupid? This is why North Carolina is like 48th in education. She, and I, I asked her when, I, I don't want to spoil the ending of another story, but I did talk to her <laughs> over FaceTime. And I did ask her, she's obviously born and raised here because she's fucking dumb. And most people from North Carolina, no offense, you're dumb. And it's not, it's not your fault. You just, you value putting money into other things instead of education. You would rather put money into, I, I don't, UNC basketball? I don't fucking know what you guys do. But the point is, I specifically said multiple times, vaccination, twice vaccination, then Johnson & Johnson recall, appointment, and then Kroger Pharmacy. I think, at what point do you say, look, lady, you are Farista Gump. Like, you are not smart and so I posted on Instagram. Sure enough, a lot of people responded. P- 
people who I forgot existed, but also people who I was like, man, you still follow me because I unfollowed you like a year ago. About a month ago, I, I unfollowed like 200 people, and I'm probably going to do that again soon. But like, I was like, God damn, like, I forgot you existed, but thank you for laughing. So, yes. So, so that happened. Now, okay. So, let me talk about, because as you guys know, if, 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 if this is the first episode you've listened to, I encourage you to listen to other ones, because more often than not, I talk about how I cherish sleep probably more than anything. And my last roommate, we're friends now. We, we've hung out a few times. It's good. But his lifestyle would interfere with my sleep schedule because of the nose beers, the cocaine, whatever. And so I cherish my sleep, especially on weekdays, because I have this thing called work that my female roommate is somehow able to log on for 20 minutes every day and then log out. And then she goes, I'm going to the gym and then I'm going to the park to read. And then she responds to five emails and doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, I'm making 60 some phone calls and wanting to blow my brains out. So anyway, my roommate, and I told her I wouldn't say her name, but it might slip, is very attractive. She is. I've said this already on this episode. She's very attractive, does very well for herself in terms of the dude department. I know her body count. Um, I am proud to be less than that because I, I think it's a lot. Um, but she but she's also like not she's also not a hoe. But every time she does bang a new dude, I like to make fun of her because it's like because hot people don't actually have problems. And I and I'm I'm not sorry to say that they don't. Like they you have problems, but like imagine if you weren't hot. That would probably be a lot worse. Would you rather be hot and have a lot of debt or not be hot and have a lot of debt? I think you'd rather be hot. Therefore, you don't have actual problems. So I need to be careful with what I say here. So she she's tall for a woman. Uh, I would probably say like 5'10", maybe 5'9". And she she used to, it used to be worse. It used to be like you had to be 6'4 or above or she wouldn't even look at you like a human being. Now, over the years, she's lowered her. Like, literally, I, I tell her her dating life is legitimately like a roller coaster because there's a, height, there's a height requirement, and I can't even talk. There's a height requirement, and it just goes like it's up and down. It's great and then awful. The problem with that is if you only go for, and I can, I mean, I'm, I don't consider myself, I'm 6'2", 6'2 and a half. I'm tall, but I don't have the tall guy issues. I have way more issues like mommy issues and daddy issues. But most tall, good looking men, because they ha haven't had problems, they haven't had to develop a personality. So she keeps, and I, and I told her this, and I actually mean it as like a, as a friend, if you're only going after the the tall, good-looking dudes, you're gonna have run into the same issues because more often than not, they're just gonna they didn't have to do anything. They they probably they made the basketball team or whatever, or the football team or baseball, and then they they got easy pussy in high school, and then it led into college, and it's just like that you don't need to develop a personality like I had to, and so. She, so she and, and I, I make fun of her for it, but I, I do 
she actually is great. And I just, I wish she would kind of like just, you know, not use height as the first measure. Anyway, and this is all going somewhere, I promise. She, every time she goes on a new date with a guy, the first thing she always says is his height. Oh, he's 6'7". Oh, he's 6'8". And it's like, okay, if imagine if I started every, like, oh, I have a date with a girl. Her tits are, she's a 36D. I would seem like a scumbag, right? Like, you would be like, dude, you're, Chris, like, come on, what are you doing? It's the same thing. Like, if you're looking at it, if the first thing you see in a guy is the height, that's probably a problem, and I can guarantee it's not going to end well. But what do I know? So, it is last Wednesday a school night. Well, I mean, it is a school night, but a work night for me and her. We work at the same company and yet she works 20 minutes and I work like six hours. So she goes, Oh, I have a date tonight. And she's, and she's getting ready in the living room mirror, by the way, which not that it bothered me, but I was watching American Idol and I don't like to be interrupted with like you just, you know, painting your face with, you know, whatever the fuck you're doing. But she goes, I have a date tonight. And I go, oh, with who? And she goes, I'm not going to tell you his name because you're just going to look him up on Instagram and, and judge him. And I'm like, oh, wow, he sounds awesome. If I can pull up his Instagram and tell he's a douchebag, then you know I'm right because I've done that before. But she goes, he's 6'10". And I go, oh, great. I'm sure this guy is a personality. So he shows up, honestly, like nice guy, like tall redhead. Uh, obviously you can tell he's like trying to, he's talking to me, but you can tell he's not actually listening. He's just trying to score points. He's trying to score sex points with my roommate. And I'm like, yeah, like you're cool, man. Like whatever, have fun. And then he, he shows my roommate this cool trick about how to chill wine. And it's like some redneck way to chill wine. It's, I, I didn't even understand it cause I'm not a science guy, but it's like, Hey man, just, just buy a chilled bottle of wine or, or here's an idea buy a wine chiller instead of getting a cup praying to the ice gods putting ice in there and then like fucking you know doing some harry potter shit although he had red hair i guess ron weasley but like you get my point so they leave and uh and i'm watching american idol and i finished the episode there's a guy on this season named willie spence he's like a 400 pound black gay dude i would throat his cock i his voice is velvet it is amazing i love this guy anyway so i go to the gym and i come back and i shower and our ac was broken so the 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 best and the most cooling fan is in our living room so i'm just like you know when you get out of a shower and it's your ac's broken it's hot and you don't know if the water is sweat or shower water so i'm like okay so i sit in the living room and i'm just like you know waiting to cool off a little bit before i go to bed Sure enough, I'm about to turn the TV off and she knocks on the door. She can't get in and she's with tall Ron Weasley. And I have a new name for him in a minute, but I need to explain why. And so I let him in. I let them both in. And he goes, oh, you're still awake? I guess this is a late night for you. And I don't know why that has stung. That has stuck with me. But that was basically, as a guy, I think I can, like, I... That's that's like that's him saying, "Oh, I thought you were going to be asleep because I'm about to plow the fuck out of your roommate." 
Like that was him being like, God damn it. I thought I was just going to be able to walk in and start fucking. And I go, yeah, man, I live here. So if I tell you what, next time, and I really thought this, if he ever does this again where he shows up, he drives an hour and a half from Southern Pines, North Carolina, just so he can fuck my friend. Next time he goes out, he's going to come back and I'm going to be butt ass naked, spread eagle, ass cheeks out on the front porch. And if he says, what are you doing? I'm going to say, same as last time, dude, I live here so I can do what I want here. I pay rent. So stop making comments. Anyway, so I go into my room and okay. And, and this is where it gets weird. Okay. And I hope you guys are still with me because the payoff to this story is fantastic. So I'm getting fucking hyped talking about it now because I told this story a few times and it just, it, it, it gets better and better. So I go into my room and I'm playing this, uh, uh, I think I was playing video games or like watching a YouTube video. The, my light was on and I hear this sound and I hope I can mimic it for you in the microphone, but I just hear like, like a smack. And I'm like, okay, maybe someone's phone fell off the, the bed or like the, like, because it's not that I didn't believe it could be sex. I, I said, there's no way, there's no physical way that two people walked into a room, got undressed. And like, like the way I imagined it after the fact is as soon as I went in my room, they just miraculously their clothes fell off and just started fucking hard immediately because there wasn't enough time for foreplay. Look, I love foreplay. Foreplay is good. It's like going up the roller coaster and you're building towards something. But there was no, there was no way they were able to undress. They probably didn't even kiss. It was probably legitimately just, it was some kind of sorcery. And I, I wish he could teach me that because it's a good way to get in and out literally. But, um, but okay, so I hear that, and then I start. It starts getting like it's kind of like when uh, thunder, like the thunderstorm is getting closer, because you can kind of like you can determine how close the storm is to you based on the lightning strike and then the thunder. So if it's you know lightning strike and then thunder ten seconds later, it's probably far away. But if it's simultaneous, the lightning and thunder, you're like in the eye of the storm. So that's what it was. This dude was hitting her ass like a bongo. He it was either that or he had three hands because it was legitimate. I've never heard. I love a good spank. Everyone does, right? Everyone. Everyone likes to feel like daddy, and everyone likes to be abused. But it just there's no way that like the spank. It was just too much. It was like a windmill. It was just like constant, just like. But it wasn't like. It wasn't, it wasn't fucking, it was legit spanking. But then I started hearing this. I started hearing, woo, like that. And I'm like, who, look, I've had, and, and, and obviously that's my roommate responding to the spanking by Ron Weasley. It's woo, probably for about 10 minutes now. So I'm like, I can't even focus on what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm listening, not in a creepy way, but I'm like, there's no way this is real. Okay. I've watched I've had some sex and I've watched enough porn to know that no one responds to to sex like that. The going of the woo, no one does that. So anyway, 
So that now I'm in, now I'm in this dilemma because I, I'm a really light sleeper, as you guys know. And so I'm standing at my door and I'm like, I feel like I don't want to, because I know when I'm having sex in a, in a place where there's other people, not that it happens a lot, but if I hear a sound and I know someone else is like close by, I get kind of like weird, you know, like I get kind of like, uh, like not into it. I lose focus. I start thinking about the Yankees game where they lost. My mind goes elsewhere. And so now I'm standing at my door, door closed. And like, I'm like, what do I do? I need a drink. I need to chase down a couple of melatonin. I already took down three, but I need to chase them down. So I'm standing at my door and I just keep hearing the woo sound for, for minutes. And I'm like, okay, this is weird because now not only am I listening to my longtime friend get railed into another zip code, but I'm just listening to like, it, it's just weird. So I'm like, fuck it. I live here. I open my door, door creaks. It's loud. I, I take one step out and then I hear this. And this is a sound I never want to hear again. And this is why I never want this, whatever this guy or thing is in my house ever again. I hear this. Okay. And I hope over the microphone, I articulated that well enough. Because like I said, I, I've had a few orgasms and I've seen plenty of porn and I've never heard a human man make that sound. Therefore... It is my conclusion that he is a werewolf. Okay? He is a werewolf. There's and look, I'm not everyone's into their own thing. Like I'm big into women who think I'm funny. You don't even have to be that cute, but if you think I'm funny, that's a big turn on for me because it makes me feel like validated and it, it makes me feel like a man for whatever reason. She likes to fuck myth- mythical beasts. And, and that's totally fine. Like I, I didn't, I wish I had known that before I signed the lease. Um, would it have changed my decision to live here? Probably not, but it's, it's nice to know that you fuck mythical beasts. Like it, it is like the sound that it, that he made it are werewolves. He's well, yeah, yeah. Dogs can be he's the, the sound he made. I don't know if you've watched Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, but when Professor Lupin becomes the werewolf at the end, and it's like this big climactic scene, um, it was that sound, and and it it was like deja vu. I was like, I know that sound. She fucked a werewolf, and you know now I'm worried for my friend because what if he impregnates her? Do we have a half werewolf, half human in the in the house? Like, how is that dynamic? Is is that thing gonna pay rent? Um, you know, is she gonna is she gonna be okay? Does 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 she realize that she just fucked a werewolf? Um, do I hope that more mythical beasts come around to the apartment? I'll, kind of, yeah. Like if if she you know next she fucks a unicorn, that would be cool. You know, not a lot of people know this. I do believe in Bigfoot. Um, you know. And it would be nice, you know, this is the conversation the day after would be, uh, oh my God, Chris, you met Bigfoot? And I would say, no, 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 I didn't meet Bigfoot. I just heard him come all over my roommate's face. Um, but that's what happened. So the werewolf does that loud ass fucking come, loud ass orgasm, not human. I bet his cum wasn't even white. But then, and I'm not even kidding. I, I just, I'm just telling you what happened. Uh, I heard her like gargle it and like spit it. And I just, you know, it's, it's 1am 
And I just want to look spitters are for quitters. And I, maybe I need to talk to her about it the next day, but after, and here's the thing after hearing a man that I don't know come in person, that's a thing that I wish I would never have to experience. And so I grabbed four beers and a bottle of Everclear. And this is true. I drank the four beers. I drank some Everclear and I was I still couldn't sleep because between the time it took me to grab the four beers quietly, a bottle of Everclear and a chaser, they had started banging again. And I started hearing the smack woo sound again. I feel like someone's like at the door. Anyway, that's what sucks about living in a house with like multiple people is like, I don't know who's listening in person. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and so what, what do you do when you can't sleep and when you're confused and you have three melatonin and a bunch of alcohol in your system and you can't sleep, you FaceTime the vaccine vaccination, vaccine vacation girl. Because that is the only way to uh, get through a night like that. And so, very nice girl. I, I felt so bad because she had no idea she was a part of this charade. I think she was excited. She was like, you know, we should hang out, but in a very southern accent. Uh, and I'm not going to attempt a southern accent. But very nice girl. Just very stupid. Acknowledged that what she had said was stupid. But it was one of those things you can't get over. And so I told her, I was like, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm here right now on my front porch because my roommate's getting uh, destroyed. Might die because it's it's a werewolf. And so this is why I'm, I shouldn't be awake right now. We talked till about 3 a.m. And then she texted me the next day saying, let's hang out. And I didn't have the balls to say, hey, you know, we can be weekday. My roommate's getting plowed out buddies but i don't actually have any interest in i just needed someone to talk to and you said you're a night owl on your profile i thought you'd be up turns out you were um and so and so okay and here's where i feel bad and here's and here's where all this the reason i think she lubed my shower so that i would fall hit my head get a concussion and i deserved it i told that story and then some at a bonfire last weekend and so and only my close friends can attest to this. Everybody gets one. And if your friends, what that means is if you're friends with me, everybody gets one night or one time where I just, I go, I, I don't even, I'm not even black out. I just go on a rampage and I eviscerate you verbally. And I just, I call, I call you out for everything. And the problem is it happened and I'm, I wasn't even exaggerating with anything. And then because of that, it just it just kept rolling, and then people are laughing, and then when people laugh, it's like I'd rather make someone laugh than care about someone else's feelings, which is a problem that I'm willing to admit. For example, my two of my closest friends, Nick and Sean, at some point in our lives, both both of them have hated me at some point. Freshman year, Sean, nicest guy ever. I didn't know until two years later. Sarah, are you out there? I feel like she's out there. Hated me for two years. I, she's definitely out there. There's no fucking way she's not. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Concussion, drunk. 
and she's out there. She definitely is. Someone's out there. Someone's listening. Friend of the show. Um, Sean hated me, but then he got to know me. You know, I he thought I was a jackass. He was right. The bigger thing is my buddy Nick, also a friend of the show, uh, senior of high school. There was an incident where we were hanging out with a couple people. I took his phone, had had his Twitter account. Some gay porn was involved. Some Justin Bieber was involved. And, and it, it was wrong of me. And I'm, I, I will admit that. But it was so funny because of the reactions I, I was getting that I kept going. And it got to the point where Nick said, uh, the best part about graduating high school is I'll never have to see you again. And now he's going to speak at my wedding years later. Well, probably my, my funeral is more likely than my wedding at this point. Let's be honest. But uh, the point is everyone close to me that I care about gets one night where I just am a total jackass and it's a mulligan and you're going to have to, and she got it out of the way. I told it. I told the story. I kept going. It just, it wouldn't stop. And she has every right to be mad, but, and I feel like she's outside listening right now. That's fine. Thin walls, thin walls, obviously, because she, uh, you know, knocked over a few posters on my wall last Wednesday night for fucking a werewolf. But I was telling the story and one of her friends was like, you know, she can do whatever she wants. And I go, yes, I, this isn't about, I'm not, you can, yes, you can do whatever. Yes, of course. If you can do whatever I want, I can say whatever I want. But the real thing is I'm not slut shaming you and that's that's a common misconception just because you're making some fun of someone for having sex doesn't mean that it's automatically slut shaming in this situation it's not slut shaming it's werewolf shaming and i think we need to make werewolf shaming or maybe just make it more broad and it's mythical beast shaming so next time you fuck a troll or bigfoot unicorn werewolf dracula or just any vampire not just dracula we're, we're inclusive here, not just Dracula. It goes under mythical beast shaming. And that's the whole, um, and that's the point of it all. And that's what I'm trying to say. I was an asshole. We had a heart to heart, mostly about how, uh, basically the whole thing is she, she knows how to dress me, but it's also not me. Like, like she'll be like, oh, you know, girls care about that. And I'm like, okay. What's a girl going to care about more? The shoes I'm wearing or the fact that I blink 45 times per 30 seconds? What is more of a concern? I, I would assume at that point, like if you're if you're that judgmental that you're going to judge somebody based off their shoes, the Tourette's is going to supersede whatever I'm wearing. Okay, and that's my point. And girls care about that. Well, you know what? Guys care about a lot of other things that I could bring up, but I'm not because you're getting railed out all the time. So you're doing fine, but like I, oh, girls care about what shoes you wear. Okay, then I'm not interested in them either because they're not the one for me. And so, um, anyway, I guess we'll wrap up there. What are we at? Hour and two. I felt like this was going to be like an hour and a half. I'm sorry. I'm I'm rusty. Um, I guess here's one thing I'll say. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll end up on this. Uh, comedians are um, terrible people. Not terrible people. They are, It's just so negative. And so during the pandemic, there's been like a couple schools of thought. It's like a, most comedians are like, I'm going to 
do as many bar shows as I can with like four people. And that's great. That's awesome. And then others like my buddy JD and Ryan, who are uh, a musical comedy duo to Tree Hill, have 100,000 followers on TikTok now. They're fucking killing it. Good for them. And then there's like a third school who's kind of like me, who's like, yeah, I see digital. That's why I'm doing the podcast. But I, I'm also like, I'm also like playing this game where like I'm trying to get certain people to follow me on social media and it's worked to an extent like you know some i don't want to say big time but some like big promoters some uh club owners that i would love to perform at uh follow me on twitter and or instagram now and like that's like and then there's this whole like stigma amongst comedy it's like oh well if you're not doing uh a five minute set 45 minutes away on a couple wooden planks in a backyard of a Mexican restaurant on taco Tuesday, where you can't even hear the, what the guy's saying on the mic because it's taco Tuesday. And there's a hundred people there ordering taquitos and margaritas. Then you don't love comedy. It's like, that's not the case. Like I understand I'm going to be rusty, but I'm playing the long game here. And I went to a, went to a, a decent show last week um with the guy who i've talked about before who we had a, a falling out with and you know i said i asked him where the joke was because i was actually genuinely curious i i didn't i i knew he was joking but i i didn't think it was funny and he blocked me on everything right after i saw him i don't think we'll be friends again but we're cordial that's great but anyway i'm at the show and just like i'm hearing the same jokes from most of these comedians that I heard a year ago or over a year ago, pre-pandemic. And I'm like, so who's really, like, who's actually, like, I, you are, are, am I rustier than you? Probably. But, like, who got better in 2020 and then early 21? Like, I, I don't think anybody did. And, like, everyone's like, oh, dude, like, where have you been, man? Like, you don't love comedy. It's like, no. Like, I just, I, I saw the pandemic differently. And so, yeah, it's going to take me a little bit to get the rust off, earn my stage time at the local comedy club here, good nights. But yeah, and I just, and everyone's so negative and everyone's thinking about quitting comedy and or leaving North Carolina. And I just think most of us are just fucking pussies and we just, we can't handle most uh, social settings. Anyway, that was a lot. Um, having trouble breathing again. Probably, it's probably nothing, which is what I said right before uh, I got sent to the hospital. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, I'm sorry, don't have the energy. I'm trying to keep my voice down as much as possible. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Like the video. If you haven't left a review on any on Apple Podcasts at this point, fuck you. You're probably not going to do it anyway. Um, Tell your friends about this. I might do a bonus episode this weekend. Don't hold me to it, but I might do a bonus episode just because I've been slacking on this. I have a very specific story I want to tell. Um, it's kind of fucked up, but I know that's why you're here. Um, so yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Peace.